It's motherfucking Grand Slam season five. No, 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 please. Let me get serious and let me get serious quickly. This is the safe space. Welcome. Today we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to get to. Today we're going to talk about nothing else. Except for this year's Roland Garros. Specifically this year's women's singles at the French Open. We have a draw. We have qualifiers placed into the draw. We have lucky losers placed into the draw. And hopefully... There will be no more uh, with withdrawals. Hopefully no more players withdraw. And this draw that we're going to preview and have a look at today together uh, will actually be the draw. The chances of that actually being the case, uh, sort of kind of unlikely, but uh, one can wish. Um, we'll have a look at the draw. We're going to look at everything. We're going to talk about everyone. We're going to look at who the 32 seeds are. And I forgot to, to, to bring this up yesterday. We're also going to look at almost every player in the top 100, just about. Maybe make it top 128, so we can also look at, you know, pretty much every single player uh, in this draw. And see how their season's going so far, what, they're, what, they're, what they've been up to, and what our expectations are of pretty much all of these players. Now... There is a lot we're going to have to get to. So, at first, I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm a little rusty. I know it's Grand Slam Season 5. But forgive me, it's been a minute. And uh, I will, uh, as we go through this, I will probably be learning. And not, not really improvising, but I'll, I'll, maybe through trial and error, I'll, I'll figure out the best way to sort of approach this uh, pretty big draw, which at first can seem... Uh, uh, a little intimidating, but we will uh, we will get through this together. Um, thank you for your patience and thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Yes, sir. Now, since I'm uh, pretty much a professional, I'm going to do this like how they did it at the actual ceremony, which can be found on YouTube, by the way. It's like 45 minutes. Uh, they do both the, the men's and the women's singles uh, draw. Um, on YouTube, it was live streamed. You can find it there. And obviously, the first thing that they do there, after all of their, um, you know, the formalities and niceties and all that stuff, uh, they mention withdraw uh, the withdrawals, uh, the players that withdrew, and me, of course. You know, being a professional, we're we're gonna do that now. So these are the players that withdrew uh, from this year's uh, edition of the French Open: Simona Halep, Alison van Oetvenk, Amanda Anisimova, Emma Raducanu, Daria Seville. Jen Brady, Patricia Maria Tsig, Ayla Tomjanovic, and Paula Bedosa. Uh, all of these players, except for Paula Bedosa, that was sort of uh, expected uh, and, you know, anticipated. Um, Paula Bedosa was the only one that was like a bit of a surprise. Okay, so no Paula Bedosa. Next, our 32 seeds. Now, the seeds, like, you know, being really doesn't really matter after the one and the two seed. Like, you know, if you're a seed, like, like, uh, doesn't really matter. It's just like uh, for, you know, it's like, oh, I'm seeded at a Grand Slam. You know what I mean? It's just sort of for the uh, sort of putting them on a pedestal a little bit. Like, yeah, I'm a seed. Look at me. Yeah, I'm a seed. But anyway, because uh, really, it only really matters one and two, because then one goes right at the top of the draw. Number one, Iga Svantec, and number two goes uh, all the way at the other, other end of the draw, uh, at the bottom, uh, which is Arena Sabalenka. And the way that works basically means like the best two players they'll meet in the final. You know, pretty much. That's that's what that is. Um, but yeah, here are the seeds. So like I said, number one, Iga Svantec, two, Sabalenka. 3 Pegula, 4 Rabakina, 5 uh, Caro Garcia, 6 Coco Golf, 7 Onshabur, 8 Maria Sakari, 9 Daria Kasatkina. Wow, those are 5 really bad names in a row. Kasatkina, Sakari, Onshabur, Coco Golf, Caro Garcia. Those are 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. You are not amongst the 10 best players in the world in tennis. Well, the beauty, the, the, the beautiful thing about the tennis ranking system is that it always fixes itself. It always adjusts itself. If you are a piece of shit player, your ranking will reflect that. 
eventually, maybe not right away or momentarily, but over time, it will reflect that and, and the rankings will adjust and, and sort of take take care of that. It, uh, that's called justice, I think. That's called justice. Uh, the proof is that Coco Gauff here, uh, this year in uh, in Paris, at Roland Garros, is defending 1,300 points from being last year's finalist. 1,300 points. I believe if she loses those 1,300 points, she's out of the top 10. That's, of course, that she loses like in the first round. Um, but, you know, even like an early exit, and let, let's assume that, you know, a lot of the girls like below her, like girls in the top 30, like win a couple matches each, whatever, and, you know, go up the rankings, we could really see Coco Goff uh, well outside like the top 15 or hopefully 20, but that seems really ambitious. Um, but maybe it looks like she'll be like in the top 12, I think, Coco Goff. But even Unshabor, Caro Garcia, you do not belong here. Unfortunately, Caro Garcia doesn't uh, defend much points uh, here at the French. Most of her points were uh, at the end of the season. Of course, U.S. Open semifinalist, Cincinnati champion, WTA finals champion. So, I don't know. But it's good that she hasn't been gaining any uh, so far this year. You know what I mean? Like... Like, even if she ends up defending those points somehow, if she, let's say, wins Cincy again or makes another U.S. Open, you know what, like, even if she does that, she won't be gaining any points. She'll just be keep, uh, keeping those points, uh, you know, on her record, I guess, for one more year. Okay. But those are really bad players. Sakri, Kasatkina, Onshabur, Kokogov, Kara Garcia. You are not amongst the 10 best players in the world. Okay. Anyway, to continue, 10, Kivetovo. 11, Kudermetova. 12, Belinda Bencic. Where the fuck is Belinda Bencic? Did you know, by the way, Belinda Bencic left Nike uh, as, like, her kit sponsor and is now with Asics? Let me just say that the Nike kit, and I'm not just talking about, like, the girls who wear Nike, like a, like a random t-shirt and a random Nike hat and Nike shoes. I'm talking about those, like, sexy Nike, like, proper outfits that, you know, the... You know, like uh, like uh, Sablanka wears it, Andrisku wears it, Bencic used to wear it. Um, I believe the Frivitova sisters wear. It. Like you know, I'm, I'm, there's, it's actually a really long list. I'm just I'm just spitting names. But the three sexiest girls who always just absolutely slayed, just looked so so good. Nobody looked better than them in those Nike outfits. Three girls: Kvitova, Azarenko, and Bencic. So this uh, Benchich, I mean, she always looked so, so good. Stunning. It just worked for her. I don't know. And she's gone. That's a bit of a weird one, but where is she? We'll talk about Belinda Benchich later. 13, Krejikova. 14, Bihadanmaya. 15, Samsonova. 16, Plishkova. 17, Ostapenko. 18, Vika. 19, Shinwen Sheng. 20, Madison Keys. 21, Magdalenet. 22, Donovekic. 23, Katerina Alexandrova. 24, Anastasia Potapova. 25, Annalina Kalanina. 26, Martina Trevisan. 27, Irina Bigu. 28, Elise Mertens. 29, Zhang Shuai. 30, Sori Kirstea. 31, Marie Buskova. And 32, Shelby Rogers. So those are all the seeds. And, like, if you're a seed, it's like, oh, a seeded player is on court right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it doesn't really mean much. But at the same time, it's like, oh, uh, you know, you're a seated player. You can't be losing to an unseated player. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's just whatever, really. Um, but it's cool to see. Um, I don't think it matters, but I think for some players, or, or you know, it's, you know, this, or at least this should be the case. It, it should come with some pride, uh, pride and some sort of responsibility. Let me play properly. Let me not, you know, fuck this up. You know, let me not mess mess this shit up. Like, you know, I'm a seed. Let me play like one. Let me present myself like one. You know what I mean? Uh, that's at least how I how I see it should be, at least. Um, but I think that is the case for most of them. Uh, I don't think it's it's um, how do you say it? Like, it doesn't hinder them in any way. Like, added pressure if you're like the seventeenth seed. You know what I mean? Um, like, it's whatever, a 17th seed is Ostapenko, by the way. What a 17th seed that is. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, the only seed 
That would have been a seed that isn't playing is, of course, Paula Badosa. She would have been the 29th seed. Um, so Shelby Rogers would have been unseeded. Uh, but instead, now Shelby Rogers is seeded. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now let's look at the draw. Um, at first, we're going to look at the... Uh, like um, We're going to look at the four quarters, and then we're going to break them down to two sections each so there are eight sections in the draw uh each quarter you know is divided into two sections um each half of the draw top half bottom half is divided into two quarters or four sections um we're gonna look at all of that before we look at the match uh match by match breakdown we're gonna just sort of summarize uh and give a little preview for each quarter section etc we're gonna look at some odds not odds uh for like first round matches but odds for a uh, quarter like quarter winner and uh outright winners okay 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 so at the top of the draw and the and the top quarter here are the seeds And the top quarter of the draw on quarter number one. Obviously, Iga Svantec, Coco Goff, Krejcikova, Kudermetova, Annalina Kalanina, Madison Keys. They're all here. Vika Azarenka, Marie Buskova. Other players that are in this quarter who are unseated, but are worth mentioning. Kalinskaya, Bibi Andriescu, and that girl Mira Andriva. And of course, the Beast Slayer, Kaya Kanepi. Always, you can always count on Kaya Kanepi to fuck some shit up at a Grand Slam. Or any big tournament. She's never going to win anything. She's never going to win a title. But she's going to take out some names and then probably bow out and fuck off in like round two or three. But before she does that, she'll she'll take two or three heads with her. You know, that's Kaya Kanepi. Fucking... That's really how she makes me feel, to be honest. But here, honestly, look for Iga Iga Świątek. This this may seem like a, di a difficult quarter, but I but but I think it's pretty easy. Um. Um. So if you just look at Iga Świątek really fast, her first round match, Christina Buxo, that's a, a bakery, or whatever. It's one of them. Uh, you know, added to her resume like six love, six one, something like that. And then in second round, it's in Albon or Claire Lou. That's, uh, you know, again, the same. So, Igor Svantec through to the third round. Third round. In the third round, the only, like, semi-interesting opponent that she could face is Marie Bushkova, the 31st seed. And other options are Shinyu Wang, Fiona Farrow, Rebecca Patterson. So, if it's not Marie Bushkova, which I, I honestly, in reality, think is already pretty easy, the other options are even easier. So, just like that. Shviltek's uh, in the fourth round. This is who she can face in the fourth round. Either Vika, Bibi Andriescu, Kalinskaya, or Krejcikova. Now, this gets kind of interesting only if it's Krejcikova, I think. Vika is fine. Andriescu, I, I think, you know, it could be tough in certain moments, but I think that's going to be fine for Ego. It pains me to say Kalinskaya might not even get past Emma Navarro in the first round, so maybe we don't even have to, you know, consider that possibility. But Krejcikova... Mm, mm, mm. Uh, the last two players to, to, you know, those are the last two players to win it. Iga uh, last year, and then... Uh, mm, mm, mm. Wow. Now, yeah, you see, now that could be not a quarterfinal, but a fourth round match. Now that's interesting. Because in the quarterfinal, if she gets through that, she can face now either Kudrametseva, Coco Goff, or Madison Keys, or Kalanina, or Shmidlova, or Kaya Kinepi, or Kayla Day, or Kiki Mladenovic, or Kristina Kukova, or Diane Perry, or Mira Andriva, by the way, is here. But look, the bottom, the second, like the uh, the bottom section of this quarter is piss easy. Like all, like, like, uh, Krejcikova, Vika, Andreescu, Kalinskaya, Kudermetseva are all in the top section. Sorry, not Kudermetseva. 
but in the in the in the bottom half in the bottom half of this quarter, so in section number two, it's just Kudrametsova and Coco Golf, and you know that they're part of Igish Fiontek's Babysitters Club. You know they're part of the dog club. They're dogs. But Mira and Drivo. Wow. So first impression, Igish Fiontek. It's just a Barbora Krejcikova, and then and for that reason, you can't just say, "Oh, it's a tough draw for Iga," because it's not. It's one match. Like to make it to the semi-final, she only has to beat Krejcikova, really. Even though it's not, you know, a quarter-final, it's a round before that. But if she beats Krejcikova and gets to the quarter-final, she's pretty much guaranteed a spot in the semi-final you're playing either against Kudermetsova, Coco Goff, that's your your brothers and sisters club and then it's uh, or Mira Andriva who you know it's not part of your your she's not in the doghouse but it's still tough right or is it no it's not right I don't know Mira Andriva beating Iga Svantec in a in a Grand Slam quarterfinal Wowie. Players that can make it out of this quarter. Honestly, it's either Igo, Krejcikova, or Mira Andriva. No one else. Forget Coco Goff. Forget Masarova. Grab her. For, forget anyone else. Kalanina. Oh, Kalanina? I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's it's whoever wins really. Uh, uh, Sviantek, Krejcikova. I think 95% is making out of this making it out of this quarter which means a semi-final spot for them. Okay? Mm -mm -mm. But this as a quarter, I'd say not very strong. But could get interesting and uh the the bottom half of this quarter, so like the Kudermetsova golf little section, very very weak extremely weak and by the way that means that we potentially could have a very boring quarterfinal on our hands because uh, you know pretty much like in a, in, a, in a quarter when you have like two sections that are unbalanced like I said the Iga Krejcikova Andrisku Kalinskaya Vika Buskova section so much more competitive than the Kudermetova Koko Golf Kalanina section. So unfortunately, we could have a very dead quarterfinal. Something like, I don't know, Krejcikova Kalanina. Or, you know, like Koko Golf Iga. Like, that's a dead fucking quarterfinal. Because you, you know it's 6-love, six 6-1, six right? Or like Kudermetova Iga. Like, you know that's 6-1, six 6-1. One, six one. What? Okay. So, to, you know, to sum up this quarter, uh, the only interesting storyline here is, will Mira Andriva uh, make some noise? She has an uh, easy path to the to the quarterfinal at the very least, where then she would meet uh, Iga or Krejcikova. Um, but Mira Andriva, can she make some noise? That's, you know, one talking point, po uh, possible drama or things to watch or follow. And and really the other the only other thing is is Iga Krejcikova in the fourth round. That's it. That's pretty much it. That's what this entire quarter is all about. Moving on. Okay, now this second quarter, um, also still in the top half of the draw. Um, so whoever makes it, you know, in uh, who makes who whoever makes it out of the uh, section that we quarter rather that we just talked about. So whether it's Iga, Mira Andriva, Krejcikova, fucking Kogogov, whoever, they'd be facing the winner of this quarter in the semifinal in the top half of the draw. Now this quarter is much more interesting. I really like this quarter. Um, before I get into it, this quarter does have a clear favorite, uh, sort of you know like the previous one, which was you know Iga Shvantec, and this one the clear favorite is Elena Rybakina. Um, but it's not. You know, there's a clear favorite, and then everyone else is just garbage. No, the the, the beauty of this is, um, there's actually a lot of quality, and it's more balanced. And and despite that, there is there is still also a clear favorite. So I, I think that's actually a very nice sort of 
uh, dynamic. Like, you have a lot of sort of candidates, but there is still a favorite. Does that make sense? So, like, it's not really up for grabs, because it's sort of like Rebuccanus to lose. But there is still a lot of quality for things to be interesting, and it's not just baby food. So it's not 6-1-6-1s, you know what I'm saying? So this is who we have in this quarter. Like I said, uh, Leonard Rebuccanus, the fourth seed, the highest seed. Um, not only the highest seed, but uh, also the, the biggest favorite here, okay? Other seeds in this quarter are Shelby Rogers. Ekaterina Alexandrova, Bia Haddad Maya, Kivetsova, Donna Vekic, Sori Kirstea, and Uns Jabor. A lot of noteworthy players unseeded here, such as Brinda Furvitova, Linda Noskova, Petra Martic, Sara Suripestormo, Clara Burel, dare I say Tomova, Tatiana Maria, Elisabetta Kosireto, Eli Mandlik, Annette Contevate, Yastremska, Jasmine Paulini, Bronzetti, Olga Danilovic. I mean, there are some names here. Like, there are some some capable players here. And once we look at these matchups later on, like match by match, much more even, much more balanced. Like, it will be interesting throughout. Now, Rabakana, just a quick, uh, quick breakdown of what her path will look like first round. It is a qualifier. We now know that that qualifier is Brenda Fruervitova. Should be easy for her. Uh, very easy, actually. Uh, that's one young Czech superstar she'll face. In the second round, she could face another young Czech superstar, Linda Noskova. Or Danka Kovinic. Either way, I don't really see that being a problem. In the third round... It's going to be one of these four players. And this is what I mean. Like, it's always going to be interesting and it's balanced. It's going to be either Clara Burel, Sara Suribas Tormo, Petra Martic, or Shelby Rogers. Which one of those four uh, you'd speculate to make it to, you know, to that third round to face your back? And honestly, it could be any one of them. In the fourth round, it's either going to be Alexandrova, Tomovo, Bihadad Maya, Tatiana Maria... None of those girls really should be too much of a problem. However, Ekaterina Alexandrova could be very interesting. Bihadad Maya already beat her this year in Abu Dhabi, so that could be interesting. But again, Elena Rabakina, clear favorite, although there is a lot of sort of um, balance to these competitors. You know what I mean? Like, there is no easier match for her. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's all, it's all going to be relatively competitive throughout this whole quarter. I think matches like Petra Martic, Shelby Rogers, Clara Burel, Sarasuri Bastormo, even even Tatiana Maria Bihadad Maya, like that's you know that's a that's interesting. Like who's gonna win that? I think Tatiana Maria, no. Okay, now in the bottom half of this quarter, in the in the bottom section, Kivetsovo, Contavate, Kosireto, Bernardo Pera, Yastremska. Vekic, Kirsteo, Paulini, Danilovic, Bronzetti, Jabor. Honestly, good like good names all around. Kvitova is here. Not very high hopes for Kvitova. Didn't really play much of clay. Um, pulled out of Stuttgart, I believe. Uh, historically, not you know not very good on the clay. Um, and especially given her success in uh, the Sunshine Double, I. Maybe take some time off before grass or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, for sadly, uh, expectations are very low for Kvitova. Of course, also dis despite her just, you know, winning a big title in Miami, right? Sad. Jabor is in this quarter. Possible uh, fourth round match. Kvitova, Jabor. That's looking most likely. Uh, again, Kontavate is here as sort of an underdog, maybe. Diana Yastremska, Ellie Mandlik. Let's not forget Sori Kirsteo. Bronzetti Jabor is a first round. Yastremska Vekic. I mean, it's a very interesting uh, quarter. And I think it's this is going to be the one that's hardest uh, to sort of fill out match by match. But like I said, there is, however, a clear favorite Elena Rabakina. So, really quickly, before we move on, uh, 
Um, Elena Rybakina, her possible path to a semi-final, to possibly uh, face either Iga, Krijikova, etc., etc. So, like I said, first round, uh, Brenda Frovitova, the qualifier. Second round, Noskova or Kovinic, most likely Noskova. And the third round, hard to pick. It's either going to most likely either be Petra Martic or Shelby Rogers. And the fourth round, it's most likely either going to be Alexandrova or be Haddad Maya. And then in the quarterfinal, it's going to be either Kvitova, Jabor, Yastremska, Kontevate, Vekic, Kirstea, take your pick, Paulini. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's very good. But still, no, like, no matter who it is, and they'd all be interesting and somewhat competitive, I do think she is the favorite, Rabakina, in this quarter. Like, Rabakina... Kirstea would be a cracker of a quarterfinal. Rabakina Yastramska would be insane. Uh, Rabakina Kontavate would be insane. Rabakina Kvitova. Rabakina Jabor, no. Rematch of the Wimbledon final from last year, where Rabakina won, of course. But I don't know. I don't know about that. Jabor, I have low expectations. Lucia Bronzetti, that girl that's doing her, taking care of business in Rabat in Morocco. I hope she's. Uh, I hope she doesn't sort of beat herself into the ground too much, because um, she has Jabor in the first round. And honestly, she could win that, and that really sort of kind of might shake up this uh, bottom section, because then the the bottom half is wide open. It does actually open up the path for either her Bronzetti, or Sori Kirstea. Um, so that's interesting. The only, so here are the takeaway or or, or talking points. Uh, or storylines to sort of follow or monitor uh, throughout this quarter. There honestly isn't a single storyline or talking point, and that's exactly the answer. So pretty much, it's who the hell is Rabakina gonna face in 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 the quarterfinal? Like who who's good enough to sort of make it there, and will it be good enough to give Rabakina a run for her money, or will this all? be too easy for Rabakina, even though there is a lot of quality here. Because like I was saying, Rabakina in the quarterfinal could face Jabor, Bronzetti, Kirstea, Vekic, Yastremska, Kontavate, Kivetseva, could be any one of those uh, in, in the, from the bottom section of this quarter. Um, does anybody have any idea who it is? No, I think it's going to be really hard to call. Um, but whoever makes it out there to make it to the quarterfinal, are they going to be good enough? Who's it going to be? I think just the one thing to to follow here from this quarter is to actually follow the quarter and, and see. I think these matches are going to be pretty tough to predict. And there's a lot of quality. And like I said, it's very evenly balanced. Um, which actually makes it a little, bit, a little bit exciting. Like it's a question mark of a quarter. But you know Rabakin is the favorite. You know what I mean? I, I think it's a bit of a unique situation actually. Because it's unique in the sense that when you have like a quarter, a quarter that's a bit of a question mark, that's how you get fucking Tamara Zidanchik in the semifinal, which happened two years ago. Or you get Jen Brady in a fucking slam final, which I believe also happened two years ago uh, in the Aussie Open, uh, though. And Zidanchik, Tamara Zidanchik here at the French Open two years ago when Krijika won. Um... Yeah, so, like, when you have, like, a question mark of a quarter like that, like, you have no idea who the fuck's gonna win it. Um, but also, when you have a clear favorite in a quarter, then it's not a question mark of a quarter because there is a clear favorite. But I'm saying it's both, so I think in that sense it's kind of unique. Like, it's... She's a favorite, but, like, who's she gonna face? You know what I mean? Like, who's gonna... You know what I'm saying? I th I I think it makes sense. To me, it makes sense. Could be interesting. Let's see. Should be good. Okay, so before we proceed to the third quarter and move on to the bottom half of the draw, um, our two semifinals here would be something like Iga Rabakina or something like Iga Kvitova or something like Krijikova Rabakina or Krijikova Kvitova or Mira Andriva Rabakina, or something like Mira Andriva Sorikirstea, or something insane semi-final, by the way, Mira and Mira Andriva Yastremska semi-final, by the way, um, or something like Sorikirstea Krijikova or Sorikirstea 
eager. Oh my god, if Sorry Chris, it would be the hottest thing, the hottest thing in the history of sports if Sorry Cristea beats Iga in the semi final. Ho 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 ho. And and of course, before that would come obviously a quarter final, Sorry Cristea against Rabakina. Like you'd have to, you'd think, beat Rabakina to make it out of this quarter. And then your prize would be to face Iga in the semi final. And then you beat Iga and then you're in the final. Is Sorry Cristea gonna win the French? What? Okay, now I, I'm a bit late in doing this, but we're have to, gonna have to go back to the quarter. I forgot to talk about uh, talk about the odds for quarter winners. So in the first quarter, Iga is a minus two hundred favorite to win uh, her quarter, which basically means to make to make it out of her quarter and to secure a spot in the semifinal. She's minus two hundred, I believe in decimal. That's one point five, right? Yep, 1.5 odds. Uh, the the second biggest favorite, or the next favorite, is Krijikova at plus 800, so 9 odds. And then Coco Goff plus 1100, 12 odds, or 11 to 1. Uh, Krijikova 8 to 1. And then Kalanina, Kudrymetseva, 14 to 1. Madison Keys, 20 to 1. Vika, uh, yeah, 20 to 1. BB twenty two to one, Kalinskaya thirty three to one, and then da 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 da. It's just you know, like that. So Iga is of minus two hundred. I'd say a not a huge favorite, but quite the favorite to win uh, her quarter with Krijikova just right there. And like I said, that's pretty much the biggest sort of focus of the first quarter. It's that fourth round match, not quarterfinal, but fourth round match of Krijikova Iga Shvantec, uh Whoever wins that will make the quarterfinal and face either Coco Goff and Driva Kudermetseva or something shitty like that. But I'm telling you, this Miran Driva thing really, this possibility really could be uh, sexy, very intriguing, a lot of promise there for sure. But yeah, Higa Shvancic or Barbora Krijikova pretty much for the first quarter. Um, bets that I would make here only, only, only Krijikova plus 800. Just for a little bit. I think that's interesting because when they face each other, her money line will probably not be plus 800. Um, so that's uh, pretty interesting. But again, not a lot of value. Maybe they're... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but Iga Shvantec minus 200, it's just simply not worth it. Even though I worry that she might actually beat her. Uh, Iga might actually beat... Krijikova if they meet. Not too high on Krijikova at the moment. Um, just not really feeling it. But I feel like for these big matches, especially ones against Iga, she always seems to bring her best and deliver, even if it does appear to be out of nowhere or a bit of a surprise given like her re recent form or results. Anyway, so second quarter. Um, Rabakina is the, like I said, the favorite. Uh, she's also the odds-on favorite, plus 120, so 2.2 decimal odds. Uh, the next favorite is Uns, plus 500, and then Biahadad Maya, uh, plus 1,000, 10 to 1, and then uh, Katarina Alexandrova, 16 to 1, Kvitova also 16 to 1, and Sori Kristea also 16 to 1, and then it's Vekic, Noskova, Petra Martic, all 22 to 1, and then Conservate 25 to 1, and then it's just a bunch of bullshit after that. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised, I'm sort of surprised to see uh, Uns Jabor, uh, second favorite, and only plus 500. I feel like that's kind of low. She should be more, I think. I think Eleanor Abakina, just like Iga, like if Iga's minus 200, then I feel like, you know, they should have like similar chances to each win their quarter. Uh, I'd say even if this one seems to be a bit more competitive or like it has more quality in it. Um, Elena Rabakina, I'd say, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Elena Rabakina immediately right away, second quarter winner, plus 120. That's a great value bet. I mean, it's plus money. It's not a huge number, but for her to make the semifinal, Elena Rabakina, I'd take it. Uh, what I am not surprised to see in the odds that there are a lot sort of uh, similarly priced players. So like I said, uh, Alexandrova, Kvitova, Kirstea, they're all 16 to 1. I think that's fair. And then, like, the, the sort of level after that. Uh, Vekic, Noskova, Petro Martic, all 22 to 1. 
and then you have Quantivate Shelby Rogers twenty-five to one. Like you see, that makes sense. Like it's it's pretty balanced um, in a sort of way, and also you have like Biahdad Maya Ons Jabour. Like it's uh, that's interesting. A lot of possibilities. I'm looking all the way down. Lucia Bronzetti is sixty-six to one to win this quarter. And I know that's insane and just a huge case of recency bias. And she'll probably be gassed. She's never done anything like this before. She'd definitely be gassed. Um, yeah, this might be very difficult. She might not even beat Ons Jabor in her first match, honestly. I don't know how she could possibly win this quarter. Um, but no, it's Eleanor Rabakina plus 120. And only other option, really, I'd say. Sorry, Kirsteo plus 1600. But also Katarina Alexandrova plus sixteen hundred. Man, this is a this is a banger of a quarter, really. Like so many, like Elena Rabakina is gonna win it. But it's like, what if she doesn't win it? Then like, who else would win it? You know, like who would beat her? You know what I'm saying? Or like, who's she gonna beat? That's I think the beauty and uniqueness of this quarter. Uh, I already can't wait. Okay, okay, okay. So that's the top half, yeah. So that's so now let's look at the. Third and fourth quarters. We're gonna leave the odds uh, for now, and just go back to the draw. Talk about that, and then at the end, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll talk about the odds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So on to the third quarter in the bottom half of the draw. Quarter number three. Our two headliners or our two highest seeds are Maria Sakkari and Jesse Pagula. Jesse Pagula, the number three seed. Maria Sakkari, the number eight seed. Other seeds in this quarter are. Samsonova, the 15th seed. Elise Mertens, 28. Potapova, 24. Magdalena, 21. Irina Camilla Bigu, 27. Noteworthy unseeded players in this quarter. Kaya Mukova, Podoroshka, Sara Arani, Julie Teichman, Anna Bondar, dare I say, Leila Fernandez, Clara Towson, qualifier. Sasnovich. Lucky loser, Avanesian. Katie Volinets, Linda Fruvitova, Mayar Sharif, Qualifier Taylor Townsend, Katie McNally, Anna Bogdan, Alize Cornet, and Camilla Georgie, and Danielle Collins. Now, this quarter is wide the fuck open. This quarter is like Rabakina's quarter, except without the, the clear favorite. It's just wide the fuck open. In a way, it's pretty bad because, like, the top players are bad. Zachary. Pagula, those are the two highest seeds, three and eight, and those are bad players. So immediately, this becomes so far the weakest quarter in that regard in this draw so far. Because your like highest seeds are bad, so bad, like really bad. Pagula, Sakri, oh my god! And the best part is Sakri in the first round has Kaya Mukova. Jesse Pagula in the first round has Danielle Collins. I mean, those are not easy matches. Mukova much more difficult than Danielle Collins, given recent form. But wow, this is a wide-the-fuck-open type section. This is the anything-can-happen section. This is the weakest section in the sense that it doesn't have a, a clear favorite or like a, just an overall contender. But with that being said, that means that anyone here can sort of turn, you know, turn into a contender, make themselves a contender, due to the lack of, uh, lack, well, this is going to be a really bad English sentence, due to their, due to the lack of their being a favorite. How about that for some top tier English? Since there's no favorite here, you can sort of make yourself a contender by fucking making it out of this quarter and, and, you know, and then being in the mix in the semis and, you know, you, you make yourself a, a, a contender pretty much. You can take advantage of there being no clear favorite and this being a weak section. Uh, even though it is sort of a free-for-all, I think it's very balanced. I mean, okay, very quickly if you look at the odds here. Oh my god. Pagula is the favorite to win the quarter, but plus 330. Second is Maria Sakri plus 500. Third is Bencic plus 750. Fourth is Potapova plus 900. Also 
plus 900 is Kaya Mukova, also plus 900 is Samsonova. And then you also have players like Bigu, Georgie, Elisa Martins, Leila Fernandez, Magdalena, Julie Teichman, Pavli Chekova, Daniel Collins, Meyer Sharif, Anna Bogdan, and Isaac Ornay. I mean, look, there are a lot of, like, honestly, pretty good pretty good players. I mean, even players, like, at the bottom of this list, like Katie McNally, Linda Fervitova, question mark, Katie Volleynuts, Anna Bonder. Like, these are, like, the shitty players in this quarter. But I mean, on clay, on clay, like this is actually really good. Mayar Sharif as well. Like there are some players here. There's Camilla Georgie, Cornet, Bogdan, McNally. There's a Magdalenats, Clara Towson is here. Sasnovich, Bencic, Mukova, Julie Teichman, Potapova, Samsonova. In a way, it's stacked. But it's also the weakest in the sense that the seeds here suck. Or at least the, the higher, the high seeds. Pagula and Sakari here suck. If you looked at the other quarters, the seeds that you had there were Rabakina, Iga, Krijikova, Jabor. Like, you know, a bit more oomph, oomph, oomph. You know, this one, Pagula, Sakari, it's like. <sighs> but to sort of make up for that, a lot of unseated bangers like Collins, like Georgie, Cornet, Bogdan, McNally, Mukova, Teichman, Bondar, etc. Potapova, she is a seed actually, 24. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Now, okay, let's say we were doing, uh, looking at Sakari's draw. Sakari in the first round, she has Mukova, there we go. Her tournament is over. Mukova has to get through Sakari. Second round, it's Podoroshka or Ponche. That's pretty good for her. In the third round, it's... And I always do this. I always lose it. Why can't I look at a draw like a normal person? In the third round, it's either Jilly Teichman, Anna Bondar, or Bigu. Now that could be interesting. I think she struggled with Bigo quite a bit in Madrid, if I recall correctly. Uh, Mukova did. Uh, Bondar, Bigo, wow. Those are two good clay quarters. Julie Teichman, if she's, you know, on her day, she can be dangerous too. But Mukovo, I'd say a, a good bet to make the fourth round. Then where she'd face Bencic or Magdalenets or Towson or Sasnovic or... Leila Fernandez. Mm -mm -mm. And then she makes it through there to the quarterfinal. It'll be something like Samsonova, Volinets, Pavlichenkova, Fruvitova, Sharif, Potapova, Elise Martins, Katie McNally, Jesse Picula, Alize Cornet, Anna Bogdan, Danielle Collins, Camilla Georgie. It, it literally could be anyone. Like. It's wide the fuck open, but it's something that I feel like Kaya Mukova can sort of grind through these sort of matches. Like, these players, there's, like, no, like, crazy, crazy name. And I'd like her chances against any player in this draw. In this quarter, sorry. Or, I, I guess, in this draw. To make it uh, to the quarterfinal, secure a place in the semifinal. I think her first two matches are really easy. Maria Sakari, and then either Podroska or Ponche. That's really easy. She's in the third round. No stress. Third round, it, it could get a little tricky, but nothing, nothing crazy. It's gonna be a Jilly Teichman or a Anna Bondar or or you know Bigu, and then the fourth round, really easy, Ivan. Oh no, sorry. Then comes Bencic. That's the only one. If it's, you know, Bencic is still kind of struggling and then instead she gets like Leila Fernandez or Lynette, this is great news. Or Clara Towson or something, this is great news. And then she'll have to beat one of these players from the, the bottom section, which is actually extremely stacked. Like Pagula, Collins, Georgie, Cornet, Bogdan, McNally, Mertens, Potapova, Fruvitova, Pavlichenkova, Sharif, Samsonova, Volinets. Wow, that's actually quite stacked. There's not a single 
like that player here, except for maybe Madison Brengel and Runakova, the lucky loser. Mm hmm. Wow. Possible quarterfinal here. Something like Pagula Mukova or Collins Mukova. Or it's it's really wide the fuck uh, really super wide open huge question mark but again love Mukova's chances kind of like Rybakina and the other one but nowhere near as big of a favorite or even a favorite at all in this uh, quarter but for me that's who I'm sort of uh, looking at here Kaya Mukova wow wow I can't wait that's crazy Kaya Mukova is plus 900 her odds to win this quarter uh tied with potapova now if we look at like potapova her path she's also in this draw also one to watch um other players in this draw like i said uh pagula sakri no bencic i'm not very confident to be honest uh and then the rest like samsonova bigu georgie mertens Layla, uh lynette jilly teichman just no Daniel Collins, Sharif, Bogdan, Cornet, McNally, Volinets, Furbitova, Sasnovich, Pavlichenkova. No, no, no. But there's a lot of them. This is the deepest, I'd say, out of any of the quarters. But the two to focus on, I think, Mukova, Potapova, both plus 900. Now, this is sort of what Potapova's uh, path would look like. Come on, where is it? Okay, in the first round, she has qualifier Taylor Townsend. That is not easy. In the second round, she'll face either Mayar Sharif or Madison Brengo. Uh, it, it's yucky. It's it's easy, but it's yucky. And then in the third round, it's either Fruvitova, Pavlichenkova, Samsonova, or Volinets. Again, it's kind of yucky, but also now starting to get not not very easy a bit more difficult and then the fourth round she'll have to go either against uh collins pagula cornet georgie mcnally bogdan or elise mertans and all of that just to face like mukova or bencic or something so it's a bit of a tough one for potapova she'll have to rip i think three uh three maybe four matches in a row against tough opponents just to win this quarter and at plus 900 I just don't think it's worth it. Kaya Mukova, uh, third quarter here for sure. That's so sexy, I think. So sexy. Huge question mark. Huge, huge question mark. And some of these first matches and, and like the early rounds can really like change the course of this quarter, such as Sakari Mukova. You know what I mean? If Sakari somehow beats Mukova, then that opens up the draw for anyone because Sakari's a free win. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pagula is tough to beat. But, like, if she's out the way, then, like, all of a sudden, Danielle Collins, you know, Georgie, like, sort of these girls that, like, yeah, we know they're good, but, like, they're, like, in Pagula's sort of section. Like, what if they, you know what I mean? Like, what if they make it through? That's interesting. That's interesting. Potapova really will be put to the test. None of these matches that I just talked about, like for her to reach the fourth round at the very least, none of them are like too, too crazy, but like they will, they will really put her to the test. And I'd like to see how she performs. Man, I can't wait. Should be very good. Okay, now on to the last quarter. Okay, Arena Sabalenko. The number two seed. This is her quarter. Now, in this quarter, we have Sabalenka and Caro Garcia as the two highest seeds. Caro Garcia, five. Irina Sabalenka, two. Seeds also in this quarter. Martina Trevisan, 26. Ostapenko, 17. Kasatkina, nine. Plushkova, 16. And Shinwen Sheng, 19. Shuaish. Uh, Zhang Shuai, 29. I know Vondrusova. Yeah. Okay, now here we go. Non-seeded players worthy of noting here. Blinkova, dare I say. Storm Hunter, 
Parisis Diaz, Svitsalino, Martinsova, Peyton Stern, Sinyakova, Alicia Parks, Julie Niemer, Von Drusova, Sloane Stevens, Vivi Grasheva, Dalma Galfi, Putinseva, Zanevska, Magdalena Fresh, Marta Kostyuk, Sara Beschlek, Rachimova, all, you know, some, again, some good players here. Yeah. I mean, like top, top players, you have Sabalenko and then Ostapenko. But then also like Von Drusova, Karo Garcia. And then to a lesser extent, you know, Shinwen Shang, Pliskova, Kaslatkino, Trevisan, Svitolino, Sloan Stevens. I mean, dare I say, Peyton Stearns, Big Julie Niemeyer, Marta Kostyuk, Sinyakova. Wow. Sablenka and Ostapenko, really the two contenders here uh, in this section. And I'm, I'm about to say something, and you can put me on record. I'm rocking with Ostapenko in this quarter, not Sabalenka. Sabalenka Kostyuk in the first round, I am not loving Sabalenka's uh, chances. Not for that much particularly, but in general. So, you know, that does extend to that match. But it's not to say that I think Kostyuk will win. I just, I'm, I'm not loving Sabalenka for this year's uh, French Open. All things considered. Draw, form, etc. Surface, uh, you know, his previous results at this tournament, etc. Um, you know, with a lot of those uh, sort of different uh, factors going into this decision, I have decided I am not rocking with Sabalenka this year so in this quarter it is Ostapenko for me mm -hmm. they would meet Sabalenka and Ostapenko in the quarterfinal Sabalenka's path to that quarterfinal would be Kostyuk in the first round second round it is probably the easiest match she'll ever play in her life Pana Udvardi or the qualifier Shimanovic okay in the third round another easy match it'll be either Zhang Shuai Magdalena Frick, Sara Bezlek, or Camila Rachimova. She'd kill any one of those girls. So, just like that, she's in the fourth round. Here, also pretty easy for her. Uh, either Shinwen Cheng, Zidanchik, Zanevska, Putinseva, Galfi, Grasheva, Sloane Stevens, or Pliskova. Um, it would be nice. It would, like a, it would be a bit of a banger if it's like Shinwen Cheng or Pliskova or even like Sloane Stevens. Like it could be good. Uh, I remember a bang she played a banger of a match against Sloane Stevens two years ago I th in North America, I believe, in Canada or something. Or maybe it was San Jose or D.C. or something. I don't know. Maybe Canada. Anyway, Montreal, I think. Anyway, um, could be interesting, but nothing nothing too crazy, right? Even in the fourth round, if it's Shinwen Shang, if it's Pliskova, if it's Putinsevo or... You know, that's that's doable for her, for sure. But in the quarterfinal, um, it'll be Ostapenko. Uh, that's where she would meet her. Or like Carol Garcia uh, or Kasatkina. Yeah, or Peyton Stearns. Or, I don't know, but Ostapenko. It is going to be Ostapenko. Ostapenko, Sabalenka in the quarterfinal would be crazy. Now, I worry that if Sabalenka actually makes that quarterfinal and faces Ostapenko, like, you know, like, oh, if they butt heads, like, I feel like Sabalenka would win, and then it's like, well, fuck, like, then... I don't know though. I don't. I don't think Savalenka can go all the way. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't even know. Will she even beat Kostyuk? I don't know. But in my head, um, it's not that I th like. It's weird. I don't think Ostapenko can beat Savalenka if they meet. But I like her chances better to win the tournament. So like, it's I don't know. Maybe I s need to remind myself that, you know, they're in the same quarter. Um. But gee, I don't know. Can she beat her? I don't know. That's that's a bit of an interesting one. That that'd be some match right there. They played this year in Dubai. Osapenko killed Sabalenka in the first set, and then yeah, then just uh, fucking through the match. Um, but no, that's insane. Sabalenka very easy draw. 
uh, her like toughest match out of her first four is her first match, and then matches two, three, four, walks in the park. Um, Marta Kostic, is that even a tough match? Uh, you know what? If it was like second or third round, honestly, no. But the fact that it's your first match is, uh, I think it, it does make it. it it's a it's a tough first match, I'd say. Um, I remember Marta Kostic in the first round of the French Open. Was it last year? Beat Mogoruto? Or maybe it was the year before it beat Mogoruto? Wow. That was like a that was a wow moment for me. Um played so good. Can she do that again and beat someone like Savalenko? Oh I don't know. Anyway, Ostapenko for this section is plus four hundred. Um Honestly, that's the only one uh with you know decent decent value but i'd say ostapenko to in this quarter definitely feeling good about ostapenko's chances this year in the french as you can tell my top three are ostapenko rabalkin and mokubo at the moment i think ostapenko and rabalkin are the two best players followed by mukovo sabalenko and and something like krujikova or bancic those are where i'd rank the top five players at the moment Somewhere around like seven or eight is Iga Svantec. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, based on how we sort of picked those quarters, what our semifinals would look like. This is how it would look like, our two semifinals. In the top half, we'd have Iga or Krijikova versus Rybakina. And in the bottom half, we'd have Mukova versus Ostapenko. Wow. Wow, oh wow. Or something like Sabalenka Mukova. Uh, you know, something like that. Um, wow, oh wow. Um, I honestly, seriously, seriously, seriously can't wait. Um, you know, to to continue my honesty, I this is my least favorite slam. Uh, but it's Grand Slam season five, and like you just you just gotta you just gotta love it, right? You just gotta love it. Um, and I can't wait. It really is upon us. We're looking at draws, we're looking at lines, we're looking at first round matches. We're thinking, oh, what could possibly be in the second, third, fourth rounds and beyond. Uh, and it's really exciting. Um, now, tomorrow is sort of like a day off. There's just those finals in uh, Rabat and Strasbourg, just those one matches. Obviously, quali qualif qualifiers are done in, at the French. It's sort of you know, getting ready for opening Sunday. I did lie to you guys. By the way, I said it started on a Monday. It actually starts on Sunday. So t uh, tomorrow, Saturday, um, or today, I guess, depending on where or when you're listening. Uh, Saturday is just, just going to be like the calm before the storm. And the main draw, like play uh, first round matches, will actually begin on Sunday, which is so super exciting. Um so actually we will have one more episode which will be tomorrow night like saturday night or like slash sunday morning uh, before the start of the main draw so actually what we're gonna do tomorrow on tomorrow's episode um is we're gonna go match by match in the first round we're gonna look at uh first round match by match make our picks make our predictions and do all of that also for tomorrow i've also on the side already been recording and preparing a sort of preview uh, or a review rather and also a preview not only for this tournament but for the rest of the year what to expect from every single damn player in the top 100 and every single damn player that's playing in this tournament so pretty much all 128 girls uh just a little uh preview review what to expect how they did so far and you know things like that and it's fun i've already been working on that i'm gonna save that for uh tomorrow or maybe like a double upload tomorrow or something like that but tomorrow i also really really want to focus on like i said uh match by match looking at lines uh and just breaking breaking down the matchups uh, of the actual draw today we looked at you know sort of the draw like overall uh, but tomorrow we'll really really focus on uh round one and specifically uh round one day one which is going to be on sunday so like tomorrow um or like the next day from from when we visit that uh 
uh, in tomorrow's episode, okay? So for today, that is all. This has been The Safe Space. Thank you so much for listening. A lot to break down. A, a lot of, I'm, I'm sure, research or reading or, you know, homework you've been doing yourself regarding this draw and uh, just Rolling Garros in general. Uh, a lot of you or maybe some of you or I don't even know are probably even doing this for the men's as well, um, which I absolutely have no interest in. Um, but I seriously cannot wait. I'm really happy to to be doing this with you guys. I, I think this is like like good for all of us. It's it's a lot of fun. It's exciting and definitely helps us uh, going into this. Um, and actually, like like doing this exercise, like actually going through it and like speaking through it like that, like for me personally, it really benefits me. Uh, like. Cause like I like let's say I probably did it anyway, like I took a look at took. I took a look, what? Am I, oh, wow, I really can't speak. Okay, we need to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you. Wow, I am. I am tomorrow.